Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Each and every day on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, each and every day at the beginning of the show. We start the show with the three things we think you need to hear to be in the know today. And of course, in advance of the royal wedding, we've opted to make it a Meghan Markle focused three at 1203. Give me three! You got it! It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. What does the dog mean? Well, and here it is behind door number one. Good afternoon, ladies and lords. Yes. Lady and lord swap a doozy here. And we have a selection of uh, audio from Meghan Markle's past. Just so you know what kind of woman we're dealing with and where from whence she's come. Uh, let's kick things off, Colleen, mm-hmm. uh, in today at number one on the list. Tostitos. Thirteen ingredients? That's more people than I invited to the party. Unless Denise brings Gary. Ugh. Gary, with his short shorts. White corn, vegetable oil, and salt. Yeah. Three ingredients is good. Okay, that was an amazing commercial. My God, she is an actress unlike many. Who knew? Yeah. That is some talent. I could see what Harry saw in her. That that talent... I mean, I don't know about you, but I want Tostitos now. Who yeah, knew? don't you? She could change her voice like that, too. Mm. 30. Was that not her voice? No. Oh, I don't know what she sounds like, actually. I guess I, I don't never know watched, either. I assume that was I her. never watched Suet, Suets. What's oh. the name of that thing? <laughs> Isn't that Suets? what you give your parakeet? Suets. <laughs> yeah. No, that's what you give the birds outside. Beef soot. <laughs> uh, okay, so that was a Tostitos commercial that she won an Emmy for. Not really. <laughs> Should we move on? Actually, do you know that I legitimately just believed you? Oh, did you? I was like, she did? Oh. There's going to be a lot of that today, FYI. Okay, alrighty. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Okay, so this actually, uh, this was featured in the very true movie about Meghan Markle and Harry's relationship uh, on Lifetime that I watched. Um, Meghan garnered some notoriety as a youngster, when she argued with the fact that dishpan hands were always attributed to women, yeah, 
And they featured... Early feminist movement. Yes. It was really quite amazing. You will read about her in history books. She also was celebrated on Nick News. It's the first time little Meghan Markle was on TV, and she was a firecracker even at age 11. I don't think it's right for kids to grow up thinking these things, that just mom does everything. For a social studies assignment way back in elementary school in Los Angeles, Meghan and her classmates were asked to watch some commercials and assess their messages. Recommended by more doctors, pharmacists, and Dr. Mom. It's always mom does this and mom does that. In particular, a commercial for ivory dishwashing liquid caught her attention because it used the word women. Women are fighting greasy pots and pans. And I said, wait a minute, how could somebody say that? Even back then, Megan struck everyone with her easy charm and intelligence. Just about one out of every three commercials is going to say something that's gonna hurt somebody's feeling. So Megan took pen in hand and wrote a letter to Procter and Gamble. And just look at that penmanship. So I was wondering if you would be able to change your commercial to people all over America. Here's the shocker. The company actually changed the commercial to say people, not women. The gloves are coming off. People are fighting greasy pots and pans with ivory clear. What Megan did landed her on the cable show Nick News in 1993, hosted by Linda Ellerby. It was absolutely clear that this young woman was strong in her beliefs. It didn't matter if she was 11 years old. She believed in women. She believed in her own power, and she wasn't afraid to reach out and say, I want my power. I want my rights. Good evening. Many years later, Megan spoke about the ivory dishwashing liquid commercial. At the age of 11, I had created my small level of impact by standing up for equality. Back in 1993, Megan had these words of advice for fellow kids across America. If you see something that you don't like or offended by on on television or any other place, write letters and send them to the right people and you can really make a difference for not just yourself but lots of other people. Lovely. I mean, you know, Elizabeth Cady Stanton, Susan B. Anthony. Yes. Meghan Markle. Absolutely. Actually, that was quite an adorable little story. It was a, an adorable story. And they and I'm not I wasn't joking when I told you that they featured a little bit of that story on the Lifetime movie. Well, I'm sure because they were like, we don't have anything else we can put in this dumb thing. <laughs> I wasn't even aware of that. I, did, I didn't I know that. thought that. Who that, knew? Yeah, exactly. And so when they did that in the Lifetime movie, I thought that they were just supposing what she would have been like as a youngster. Oh. Right? And then and then when we pulled this up the other day, I was like, oh my gosh. See? So you know what that does? Just confirms that everything in that Lifetime movie is 100% was real. true. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sure it was. It was. Blue. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Oh, you know, from Tostitos to women's rights to women and a great pair of jeans. Mm. Here is Meghan Markle in a pair of jeans. Hi, it's Megan. Yeah, I just saw the space. The birthday girl's going to love it. Problem is, we can't get in until 5.30, uh-huh, which means we only have 45 minutes to set up before she arrives. I have got the flowers. Oh, we're going to be 14, not 16. Right. Okay. Yep, I'll see you soon. The right pair of jeans makes you feel good. Really good. Treatments, really. Okay. Does the juxtaposition bother you at all? 
Because um, as I'm watching this, I'm it's now occurring to me that like here you had this young woman who had so much yeah. hope and uh, you know, spoke out about advertising speaking to women. And there she is that basically says women. Yeah. You can be at your best if you have a great pair of jeans. Specifically, at the very end, you recognize they're really talking about how your butt looks in the jeans. Yeah, because what you can't see is in the commercial, she's being like, you know, she's being all like business on the phone. But then at the end of the day, she catches herself in the mirror, looks at her butt and says, now it's all going to be good. Now I'm a party. Business oh, on the phone. My God. Mm-hmm. Party, party in, in the, the back. back. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yes. Uh huh. Oh, was that too much for you? <laughs> I just think no, but uh, my point is that's kind of sad, right? Yeah. Also, <laughs> because here you have this woman who had so much promise. Also, let's also recall, and now she, I'm sorry. Continue that she was a suitcase girl on Deal or No Deal, <sighs> and there were no suitcase men. She's now most known, or will be most known. For being a woman who marries into a royal family. So, like, I don't begrudge her any of that. I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying there, it's a, there's a little bit of irony there. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. That Absolutely. She was like, I'm a feminist and I'm, I'm going to walk myself down that aisle. In my, with my nice butt in my jeans. Into a thousand years worth of patriarchal history. <laughs> In jeans. Oh my gosh. And high heels. Because she also, by the way, in that commercial for Raitman's, was um, wearing high heels. Yeah. Because women do that. You know, jeans when they're power walking, talking business on the phone in their high heels. But you know how good good your butt looks in heels. Oh, girl. <laughs> Tell me about it. Uh, good you know, calves too. But all of that just reminds me that I know very little about her. I really didn't even know what a Meghan Markle was until she was engaged. To Prince Harry or just before when they announced that they were dating. That's the first. And I don't I can't recall ever seeing her in action until we unearthed As, this footage, you know, which is uh, I'll be honest, which is kind of why this is perfect for her, because she can sort of be whatever she wants to be now. Yeah. Right. Because most people don't really have a pre preconceived notion of who she is. It would be a far different thing if it were, say, uh, bleh, who else could it be? Meryl Streep. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> yes, because her identity would have already been forged. Meghan Markle's identity for herself, I'm sure, has long since been forged. But um, as a as a known celebrity, I think now this will cement who she is perceived as. Like this is her role. Is yeah. what I'm saying. This yeah. is her defining role. Yes, this is the this is the role of a lifetime. I mean, it really, really. is because you have to be an actress. It's also going to be her highest paying role. I'm just well, saying. Well, yeah, yes and no. I mean, those people don't have as much money as you think they do. Yeah, but they do. They, they don't really have to pay for room and board, do they? I mean, like they don't no, have a mortgage like we have a it's mortgage. It's a tricky right? subject because they do more and more have to pay for things, but they do get a lot of stuff for free. Like the amount of money that the that the British people are putting uh, forward. to for this wedding. I was arguing with Donnie about this this morning. Oh, tell me more. Um, because he was alleging that, um, Oh, Holly, you were there. I forget why we were having this conversation, but I was making the point that, um, yes, the British people, Oh, we were talking about the juxtaposition of the United States, uh, and like the, the American people would not put up with paying a bunch of money for a wedding. Mm-hmm. Of a public official, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Whereas in the UK they do, and mm-hmm. I was like, well, actually, most of what the British people are paying for is security, 
infrastructure. So yes, they're still paying for a chunk, but they're not paying for the dress. They're not paying for the gas or the food. They're not paying for the, you know, the transportation, um, the lodge hall. Yeah. Um, but actually, my point was uh, about the United States, we actually do pay for the security and the infrastructure of a wedding for, you know, a, uh, like the president, for example, mm-hmm. or his family mm-hmm. or any other event that they engage in. Because, of course, while they're in office, we're responsible for their security. So right. we actually do put up with a lot of cost. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. Huh. Now, when we come back. In case you haven't guessed, we are wall-to-wall royal wedding. We are all things royal today. Pip, chip, pip, pip, chip. When uh, we come back, Elizabeth Reese will be bringing all the royal dirt for you and for me on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107. This is a My Talk 1071 royal wedding dirt alert. I love that. Uh, Would you care for a spot of tea, Elizabeth? Hello, darling. Thank you so much. Hello, princess. It's very nice to be with you, my little friendships. I'm looking forward to spending some quality time broadcasting with you. There you For the old royal wedding tomorrow. Yes. One sleep away, as Lori says. Okay, so let me give you all the dish that we know as of right now. There is so much to talk about. Yes. Meghan Markle will walk alone halfway down the aisle, and then Prince Charles will join her to escort her to her fiancé, mm-hmm. Prince Harry, ahead of their marriage. You know, as I've been thinking about this this morning, because I talked about this this morning on the 820 Dirt Alert um, with Jason, Alexis, and Don. I kind of think that this choice is almost... Um, it's a bit of a snub to her father. I mean, it's a little bit more of like a dig to her father than it would be to have her mother do it. It's a little bit more of like, if you're if you're not man enough to stand up here and do this, I'm going to. Now, his health problems are his health problems, and that is an issue. But this whole situation with the photos and the and the half siblings not being under control, I mean, that does there is some of that that comes down to responsibility of the father. Do you know my theory about this? I want to know. My theory, well, I read that she never had any intention of him walking her down the aisle, that she was always going to walk herself down. Well, she was always going to make a solo entrance. Yes. She was always going to do the beginning of it and then apparently the plan was always to have someone escort her from halfway down to the end. I think that the father was never going to be there to begin with. But if the father was never going to be there, I don't feel like I I mean I guess you could make the argument that um he was just trying to get attention, yeah. but I feel like for what end? Like did he end up getting anything? Yeah, I kind of think like the plan was for him to be there. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, I I honor that as a perspective. <laughs> My perspective is that he... This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Was looking for his 15 minutes. His the 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 half sister was looking for her 15 minutes. In the past, that has worked for people. Mm-hmm. They uh, did a shoddy, crappy job at trying to get attention. It backfired. But I think that there was never any intention for him to be there. Okay. Colleen also doesn't believe we walked on the moon. That's so also true. Okay, fair. You have to take mm-hmm. that into account. The ceremony will omit the traditional moment of giving away. So the presiding archbishop will not ask who giveth this woman to be married to this man, which I just want to say on a personal level, I feel very, very good about. Mm-hmm. I, I do too. I don't like those words in general. Mm-mm. None of it makes me comfortable. I think it's important also to remember that this is the same young woman who had the ivory commercial changed from women to people doing dishes mm. when she was nine years old. Look at that. Yeah. Look she at let it that. all go to crap, though, when she started doing other things. Yeah, mm-hmm. fair enough. Yeah. Prince Harry, Meghan Markle, and Meghan's mother, Doria Ragland, headed to Windsor Castle today to have tea with Queen Elizabeth one day before the royal wedding. What a fascinating conversation that must be. Oh, I feel like that's got to be the most stressful moment of Hello, her life. Darling. Oh, my gosh. They were all smiles. They were waving to photographers and fans. I mean, Meghan has got to be sort of used to this by now. You know, she's kind of understanding mm-hmm. I'm sure how things work for Megan's mom. I cannot even imagine. And Megan's mother is clearly a very intelligent and pulled together woman. She's a yoga instructor for God's sake. So she Mm -hmm. definitely knows how to kind of like be calm, have a wonderful presence. That's the joy of yoga instructors. She's also a social worker. So she knows how to work with difficult people. Yeah. But also, like, I just don't see this being stress. I mean, I of course, anything that's new can be stressful because you don't know what to expect. But I feel like in the grand scheme of things, I mean, the queen can't kill you. It's true. But what's stressful about it is that there are all these like cultural differences and little nuances that you just would be like, you don't want to say the wrong thing, do the wrong thing, like use the wrong fork, do the pinky thing, all that kind of stuff. But but I feel like, for example, like when I went to Japan, you know, there were all these like rules and customs and things. Nobody expected that I was going to know those things. Mm-hmm. So there was a, a certain amount of comfort. They gave you a little grace. I don't know what the British are like, but I would imagine that, you know, if you were British, perhaps you would feel a certain level of expectation in a way that like we, we walk into a room and we're like, hey, queen, what's up, girl? <laughs> now, we probably wouldn't do that. We wouldn't but, do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm sure I'm sure that Megan's mom got a little lesson in like how to curtsy oh, appropriately sure. as a res- gesture of respect. Mm-hmm. Plus, you know, the queen is 92 years old. You always want to be respectful to old people anyway. Yes. Are you still in there, Elizabeth? I, but I think there's a long walk between general respect and dealing with curtsying properly. Yeah, you know true. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't curtsy to anybody. Oh, this is good news. Prince Philip will be attending the royal wedding despite his health issues. So that's really wonderful. The palace confirmed today that, yes, he will be there. Philip is, of course, 96 years old. He has largely retired from public duties. It hasn't been clear whether or not he was going to be feeling well enough to attend, um, but he will go. He had a hip replacement operation just a few weeks ago. I mean, that to have hip replacement at, at 96. Yeah. Those Brits are healthy as horses. Mm-hmm. Well, especially when they, you know, have just sort of like walked around for their entire life. Yeah, it's life. not like he's like, been do, doing do, manual do, labor. Do, 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 sit over here. Do, do, do. I'm going to go shoot. It's all the standing up and the sitting down do, 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 do. that wore yeah. out that hip yeah. to begin with. Just getting in and out of my Range mm-hmm. Rover. 
Oh my gosh. I feel like she is the butch one in that relationship. The queen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's definitely the toughest one. Yeah. She's I tougher. mean, when she's like wearing her like, you know, raincoat out with the corgis shooting elk on the Scottish Highlands. I know. I love that about her. That is one thing that I really like. I like her hobbies and I like that she always prioritizes her hobbies as being very important. Mm-hmm. This is all going from the crown, you know, by the way. And then right. I think she does some of her best like thinking and dealing with things when she's in the midst of her hobbies, which I find to be a wonderful yeah. lesson. Yeah. That we should all take she's with out us. riding side saddle, figuring out, you know. She was not meant for this, and she made it her own. Uh Yeah, and she kind of always has been like, I wasn't really meant for this, and that's okay. Don't you feel like, I mean, because you do watch The Crown, and you feel like you know her. 100%. Like, you're like, girl, I got you. I know, I totally get it. (laughs) And don't you also sort of think, like, would I be that kind of queen, or would I be the kind of queen that would be like, yes. Or the Margaret. I am the queen. I'd be the Elizabeth because she's an introvert by nature. Yeah. Margaret was the one who probably would have been more queenie. Margaret would have been the one who would have been beheading people had she been allowed to be queen. I mean, she would have been a wild animal queen. Right? Don't you think? Yeah. But and and there's that moment from the crown. There's that moment in the crown where she's sort of confronting Margaret with like, you know, because Margaret's like, wah, wah, wah. And she's like, yeah, so I didn't have a choice. And I actually like did what I was supposed to do. You know, basically telling her, like, this isn't what I want to do, but I'm I'm doing it. Yes. What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Just smoking cigs. Yeah. And crying about your, you know, cheating husband. I know. Wannabe husband. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She should have, that. the queen should have just let Margaret marry that guy, though. That would have mm. solved so many problems for her. I, really I just want to say, I just want to say mm. that the way you guys are talking about the crown is very similar to how I was talking about the Lifetime movie. Yeah, except there's a difference. What is it? What? One series was legitimately based on history. The other one was crap. Boom! Uh, Gots to go! Okay, I'm going to let that slide for now. (laughs) Thank you, Elizabeth. Hey, guess what? We're still going to do the 30-second pop culture challenge. It's going to be the Royal Edition, 651-641-1071. We need a player. 30 seconds, five questions. You could win a prize. My Talk 1071. Everything. I'm kind of psychic. I have a bit sense. It's like I have ESPN or something. Entertainment. Are you okay over there? I'm just choking. It's fine. 30 seconds to answer five questions on the Colleen and Bradley show uh, on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, we call it your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's playing today, Colleen, and what are they playing for? We've got Lindsay on the line, and Holly, what is Lindsay playing for? She's playing for a pair of Fandango movie passes to see the movie Life of the Party. <laughs> All right, Lindsay, Lindsay, Bo Binzi, are you ready? I'm ready. Timer begins after I ask the first question. Here we go. What do the letters BBC stand for? Oh, British Broadcasting Company. Close. <laughs> Who lives at number 10 Downing Street? Uh, the Queen? Nope. Uh, the Prime Minister? John, Paul, George, and Ringo were members of what band? The Beatles. The character James Bond goes by what numerical nickname? 007. The character Harry Potter plays what sport? Oh, what's that? Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> pulling for you. Oh, you didn't so get it today close. on the British version of the 30 second pop culture challenge. Uh, and there was no Doctor Who in there. Holly, I'm a little disappointed, but whatever. I'll let it go. Was that intentional or accidental? 
That Holly. was accidental. That was no okay. slight to you, Bradley. Thank you. Uh, the answer to that last question was... Quidditch. I don't even know what is Quidditch. Quidditch, yeah. Uh, the character Harry Potter plays... is that what plays... you say like your sister when she keeps bugging you? Quidditch! Oh, that was cute. Well done. Uh, now that we're done with that 30-second pop culture challenge, we move on to some royal blind items Ew, that Holly has divine. cultivated for us. And she presents them to us in a segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Yes, these are all royal-themed blind items from CrazyDaysNights.net. Now, we might have done some of these in the past, but it's nice to uh, visit them again in lieu of the royal wedding. So here is our first blind item from CrazyDaysNights.net. By the way, this blind item is confirmed. We have to think about that new bride. Oh, okay. That, that new bride. Okay. Here's your blind item. That new bride. I don't know if we'll get it. I don't know if you will, but okay. uh, press your luck. All right. Okay. The new bride is going to be offered something for her wedding to wear that is an original, so to speak. It wasn't offered to the most recent big bride in that huge wedding. This would be huge. The Queen's Ring, Meghan Markle. Well, Meghan is the lady. Is the lady, yes. The new bride. Yep. Are, do we have to guess the, the thing? The Queen's Pantaloons. Ah, uh, no. I mean, it did say they'd be, it would be huge. Um, are we trying to guess the thing? What the thing is? Mm-hmm. Will we guess what the thing is? Uh, now, don't think of the queen. It's think something of- Princess Diana, right? Yeah. Is it her tiara? Her wedding tiara? Yes. Oh. Well, yeah. Okay. Do the thing. I'll fill in the blank for you. Uh, Meghan Markle is going to be offered something for her wedding to wear, the Spencer tiara that Diana wore at her wedding to Prince Charles. That was an original, so to speak, and it wasn't offered to Kate Middleton to wear. This would be huge. Oh, So I feel like there's a a potential reason here. I'm just guessing, uh, spitballing, but presumably... um, there was just some stuff about, you know, Diana that maybe you don't want to let the, you know, woman who's going to end up being the wife of the next king do that. You don't care if number six. Yeah, does. Uh-huh. I see, you see what you're what saying. saying? Like, yeah. Pe- they care less about number six than number two. The royals do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Or number one. No, number, number two, two, because Charles is number one. Mm-hmm. What? Can, oh, sorry, I should I stick a pin in the question? No, what's I have. The question? What will Camilla become if when he becomes king? Nothing. But what is her title now? Well, she's the Duchess of Cornwall oh. now. Would she be the Queen Consort? Uh, you know, that's like a title, but that's not the title that she would be given. I don't think I would have to do some googling. But if I remember correctly, which I don't remember anything about this particular story, so I'm just making it up. I think that she would have to be given a title and very likely because of who she is, they're not going to give her a new title. So she, you know, they might call her the queen, but nobody wouldn't really ever call like officially she couldn't be called the queen. She would still be the Duchess of Cornwall unless they called her something. Yeah. Like she could be given a new title, but I doubt it Okay, because of the fact that, you know. Because she is who she is. Yeah. Yeah. She's the a other skank. woman. Mm. She's a royal skank. Maybe they'll call her <laughs> yes, a royal oh, skanky. Lady skank. Oh, that I have never, delightful. by the way, can I just say? Yes. I have never forgiven her. Oh, neither have I. I mean, I don't like her. No. Camilla? Mm-hmm. Yes. No. 
She was the other woman. And the fact that they let her marry him mm-hmm. is atrocious. Now, the queen didn't go to the marriage. She went to like the after party. But the fact that they let that happen is just disgusting Don't to you, me. Do you ever look at the boys' faces, you know, Will and um, Harry, when they're around her and think, what are they really thinking? Yeah, you killed my mother. Mm-hmm. Think a little projection much? Maybe. Sorry, we were just having a lifetime moment. I'm Moving really on. glad you had that. Thank you. But we got to move on to a next royal blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. We have to think about two people in this next blind item. This is uh, concerning a permanent A-list one-name singer and a foreign-born A-plus list celebrity. Two people in this blind item, which, by the way, has been confirmed by crazydaysandnights.net. Here you go. This is back from 2016. Okay. Apparently last week, this getting-to-be-permanent A-list one-named singer had an interesting cocktail hour with this foreign-born A-plus list celebrity who is A-plus list everywhere in the world. She chain-smoked joints and had wine and sipped on a few straight whiskeys, sunset and a beach, and about 40 security staff who kept their distance. Interesting. So is the A-plus list celebrity, is that Harry? Okay. And so this is, like you said, this is from 2016. Yes. So this is an oldie. So just so everybody's aware as you're tuning in, not current. He is. He only has eyes for Megan uh-huh. now. Okay. Getting to be permanent. One li- A-list, one named singer. One named singer. A-list, one named singer. An American? No. Uh, A Brit? No. Oh. Oh, so it's not Adele. Kylie? No. <laughs> You're missing um, a big one. I'm sure we are. She's very popular. Shakira. Her hips don't lie. Wait a minute. Okay. Let's think about this before we just throw out names. A-list. So it's not a it's not gonna be one a, named singer. Oh. Duh. Really? Rihanna. Whoa, that makes sense. Okay, fill in the blank. Uh, ha ha ha. So again from 2016. Apparently last week Rihanna and Prince Harry. We had a cocktail hour, and Rihanna chain smoked joints and had wine, and he sipped on a few straight whiskeys, sunset and a beach, and about 40 security staff who kept their distance. Wow. And just moments ago, I got a text from our good friend Donna Valentine, who was screaming, Rihanna! <laughs> I remember this, though. I feel like this is, I think I don't, I wasn't just pulling this out of nowhere. I mm-hmm. feel like it was lodged somewhere because maybe we talked about it. I He... Prince Harry, at the time, I think that he visited Barbados, mm-hmm. which is where Rihanna's from, yeah. and they were having a big celebration, and Rihanna was there, and the two of them were looking a little flirty. She, that would have been a delightful marriage. Oh, yes. Never would have happened. But right. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't think see it's the very queen, becoming like, of, uh, you know, uh, the, the, pat the, the mons patter. The pa- the patter she pats it pats the mons. <laughs> I mean I don't know. It's what gonna else. be my new single. Pat the mons. <laughs> All right, oh. moving on. All right, I think I need to know. Uh, our final royal blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net has to do with three people: an elderly A plus list royal, and one royal family member, and his older brother. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 
Here we go. All right. uh, apparently, this elderly A plus list royal used a mild cold as a great excuse to stay away from several possible threats against her life that intelligence services said were likely. Apparently, this all came to light because one royal family member used the absence to garner himself a bunch of publicity. That has not helped his relationship with his older brother, who knows the younger brother uses opportunities like this to line his pockets with questionable income. Oh, interesting. Wasn't there a period of time where uh, the queen was having upper respiratory issues? Am I making that up? I don't know, but I would say it's the queen. Right. Right. And then Charles and what's his nuts? He has two brothers. Uh, it's it's, the it's Lord. Sh- what? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's Lord, <laughs> Lord and Lady Watts' nuts. No, it's um, Fergie's husband. Yes. X. Yes. Yes. Oh, wait, name. don't tell me. Don't tell me. Josh Duhamel. <laughs> oh, my God. Why can't I ever remember his name? It's not Albert. It's not Georgie. Andrew. Thanks, Colleen. You're welcome. (laughs) All right. Filling in the blanks here. Queen Elizabeth used a mild cold as a great excuse to stay away from several possible threats against her life that intelligence services said were likely. Apparently, all this came to light because Prince Andrew used the absence to garner himself a bunch of publicity. That has not helped his relationship with Prince Charles, who knows that Prince Andrew uses opportunities like this to line his pockets with questionable income. Mm, What's the questionable income? Like drug money? Well, no, don't. Didn't weren't we just talking about this, Holly? That he yes. uh, was making like side money, like uh, you know. Yeah. Well, remember the reason that Fergie wasn't invited to the previous royal wedding of Prince William and Kate Middleton is that Fergie got herself caught in a scandal by doing some pay for play for other people, meaning oh, that yeah. she was trying to get money in or, and trade that for access to her ex-husband, Prince Andrew, and they remain very chummy. So this is the kind of thing that Prince Andrew allegedly does all the time. Interesting. And, it, and and isn't the rumor that like even though they're not still married and like you said, they are still very close, that there still is sort of a romance happening between the two of them? I don't know necessarily if a romance is involved, but I think that they at least live together some mm-hmm. of the time mm-hmm. and that he's bailed her, her out several times when she has been in money problems. See, that to me just feels like they have not said goodbye. Right? Yeah, I don't know, actually, because I have not been paying attention to them at all. I just remember there was like a scandal back in the day and then um, they sort of disappeared. And, you know, Prince Andrew is kind of just like, dear, dear, dear. I mean, what's he going to do for the rest of his life? Just be, be and yeah. Prince Andrew and just sing a song. <laughs> I mean, just kind of like, you know, Princess Anne. What's she going to do? That's it. Mm-hmm. When we come back, our Google Trends expert, Molly Vandenberg, is going to give us all the Google Trends around the royal wedding. She happens to be a total royal wedding fanatic. And so she's going to share with us all the things you all have been asking Google to help you answer after this on my talk one oh seven one.